0: Hello and welcome once again to A Long Walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Thank you for joining me on this podcast that you can find every single day. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. By the way, that's central time because hopefully by now we've got a couple of East Coast fans that are joining us. I'm still in New York, not going to be back until tomorrow Uh, night. Well, actually, today you hear this, it's Tuesday. So I guess Tuesday night, I'll be back late, but then I'll be back on uh, doing the show on Wednesday morning. So yeah, Uh, so far, hopefully everything is going well. I'm recording this on Wednesday, the previous week to get these episodes set up. So at least there's some sort of content that's being thrown out. Yesterday, we listened to the episode where I met my sister for the first time. And then today I go back and find some of these podcasts and now we're getting, we're quickly closing in on 200 podcasts. And, you know, when we first started doing this, I was like, all right, just get through like 50 and see what happens. And it grew a couple of legs and some people got attached to it and we started doing it every day. And now there's a really nice little community of people that show up every day at Instagram and listen to this podcast. And it's 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 not not only is it great to see, but it's so gratifying. And there's really man. I mean, besides like watching my kid grow up to be this amazing young lady, watching this tiny little thing that we started really sink its teeth into people has been the most gratifying thing I have done in years. So. I appreciate you guys being here every single day. I like that people buy the merch. They come to the shows. They hang out. They, we talk. We take pictures. We share in each other's endeavors. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. So thank you guys. I really do. And I don't. I didn't want to leave you hanging for two days. So I was going through some old episodes and trying to remember what it was like. You know, where there were some great moments here and there. You know, we did the one about... You know, my hometown of Hibbing losing its goddamn mind. That one sort of sticks out. We had that one episode, like my sister, we did yesterday. But this one in particular, when my mo- grandmother made me a Bart Simpson sweatshirt, and then I listened to Richard Marks and used to cry myself to sleep with his, whatever you do, wherever you go, I will be right here waiting for you. Yeah. So I figured, why not dive back into that a little bit of childhood trauma? So this episode, uh, I really dug it, and it was fun because we laughed our asses off. It was one of those you couldn't, you couldn't stop giggling about it, especially with the, oh man, the visual of that Bart Simpson sweatshirt of just him saying "Don't have a cow, man," and my grandmother so proudly handing it over. It was like, I, listen, I appreciate it, Grandma. I am going to get my ass kicked in junior high for wearing this thing. I totally know it. I, I I, 1,000% know it. It's like puffy paint. Your parents used to make you shirts with puffy paint. You can't wear that shit to school. You will get mocked till the day you die. You'll be known as puffy paint kid. You don't want to be puffy paint kid. But this is a fun episode. Really do appreciate it. The replay. Bart Simpson sweatshirts and Richard Marks got me through childhood on a long walk to Cleveland. I wish you could just shut your big yapper Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland With Rudy Povich Good luck finding a DJ who can move And shake like this On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher And every morning live on Instagram That shit sounds pretty good on blow Mixed with tequila and wine On an empty stomach You guys watching Lauder Milk still? Good! gun, Goddamn better be i got about two episodes before I'm done with it It's on Amazon Prime, Ron Livingston. If you've listened to this podcast at all over the last three weeks, you know I've been chatting about it. Ah, what are we doing here? The start of the podcast. Yeah, good morning. I'm Rudy Pavich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Merchandise. Find it right now on my website, rudypavich.com. Also coming up next Thursday, going to be over at the Twin Cities Film Fest offices doing shorts and stand-up. It's where you watch comedic shorts, one of which I have done already. Uh, Raising a Daughter is going to be screened. And then I will be doing about uh, 10, 15 minutes of stand-up after that showing. And there's about, I don't know, four or five other comics on the bill that night. A guy by by the name of John DeBoer, who I've been watching for 20 years. Man, love that dude. Love it. Uh, Bellamy Jack, oh my god, love that show. Started watching a few days ago, right on. My sister Jen just finished it this morning. Good, I got about three episodes left, which I am planning on finishing up by the time we get to uh, Sunday be up at the cabin over the weekend. Morning, Wyatt. What's up, buddy? How are you? AA. What's happening, Maximilian? Scooter. Nice to see you, everybody. Ah, oh, Jesus. Um, I was. Uh, I was kind of going through some. Uh, I don't know. I get, I always hate when people say research. Like, I was doing some research the other day. No, you were fucking surfing the internet. That's what you were doing, bud. There's no research involved. You didn't get like a grant from a university. You weren't wearing a white lab coat. You didn't have a bunch of rats like sitting in cages. You weren't doing control tests. When you say doing research, you were scrolling the internet. Just admit it. You were on Facebook and somebody posted a link and then you clicked on that link and then you went and you watched or read whatever that thing was. And then you now make it seem like you are much more intelligent than what you are, which is fine. The passing of knowledge is great. I made this comment the other day. I don't know if we brought this up yesterday, though. Maybe we did. I can't remember, but I was talking to my daughter and her friend Grace on the way to gymnastics uh, two two mornings ago, and I said, "So, what's uh, what's everybody's favorite movies?" And everyone went, "What? Don't have one." I was like, what do you mean you don't have a favorite movie? They're like, we don't have favorite movies. I was like, "That's a, that's ridiculous. You, you don't have a. F- Everyone's got a favorite movie. What? They go no. We don't. I was like, okay, well, name a name a movie that you like." And they were like, well, there's a lot of movies that we like. I was like, yeah, but you can't name a favorite? She was like, no. I said, so what's your favorite band? She goes, I don't have one. I was like, both of you guys don't have favorite bands. You don't have a band that you just like go, banana, nothing? They were like, no, we just listen to whatever. I said, well, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What, what do you listen to? And they go, I don't know. We just turn it on like the Spotify and then we just listen to music. I said, there isn't a song that you just play over and over and over again, like you can't get enough of it. And they go, no. And I'm like, you got to be kid. What the fuck, kids? I said that. All right, listen. So while we're in the drive, of course, I'm boring the shit out of them while this is all happening. And they're like, listen, we don't care. Um, uh, I'm bring. I want. I got to bring up this song so you guys can understand what I was talking about. But while I'm like having this conversation with these kids, I'm thinking to myself, there's too much shit. We've officially hit it. There's too much. It's, it's too much. There's too many streaming services. There's too many... You name it, dude. There's too many bands. There's too many com- comedians. There's too many artists. There's too many fucking shows. It's all too much. I said, you guys don't play a song over and over again? Now just picture fat little Rudy up in his bedroom, 12 years old. Bought this tape at the Miller Hill Mall in Duluth. Go to the roller rink on a Friday. I had my girlfriend. I think she was also 12 years old. Broke my heart. Broke it. Sorry dancing. Roller dancing with another man. I went up in my room and I played the goddamn wheels off of this. Richard Marks right here waiting for you. I can't tell you how many tears as a 12-year-old I, I shed to this song. And Richard Marks, oh oceans of Day after day, and I slowly go and love it god that guy's a talent isn't he and he's funny as shit he's married to Daisy Fuentes both of them are winners they just piss excellence and they got together that's a good that's good living man ah I wish I could show you guys the video of this right now because that is a quaff of hair Oh, Lindsay. Oh my god, no, that song was my fifth grade breakup song. Yeah. Whatever you do, I will be right away waiting for you. Whatever. Oh, just a fat kid in a Bart Simpson sweatshirt with his sweatpants tucked into his socks, crying his eyes out to Richard Marks. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh. <laughs> And here's the best part. The Bart Simpson sweatshirt was one that my grandmother had made. She like needle pointed it, and it just said, "Don't have a cow, man." <laughs> <laughs> marks <laughs> oh Christ oh. and then after I filled that Bart Simpson sweatshirt up with a bunch of tears I had to put on my grandma's other sweatshirt she made me which was an ice cream cone with like 31,000 <laughs> ice cream scoops on top and it said I ate the whole thing <laughs> That my mom could only find sweatpants that fit me in the waist, but they were too long in the legs, and I would step on the backs of them, so I would have to tuck them into my socks. It's <laughs> 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 just these big balls of sweatband tucked into socks that were over the tops of my goddamn British nights. Holy Christ! Oh, Richard Marks, you did it to me. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Jesus. That quaff of hair. Just a fat kid in a Bart Simpson shirt on his way to the roller rink. To go have his old girlfriend, Tennille, break up with him. And uh, let's see, Mira, they made sure you didn't stand a chance. Yeah, my grandmother was like, listen, uh, we're pretty sure you're never going to touch a tit, so we just want to. we're just going to beat these, uh, beat it at the pass. We're just going to make sure we tell everybody that you are not worth (laughs) touching. No wonder why she was roller dancing with somebody else. Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. God, I, if I can find that board. I'm going up to the cabin this weekend. I'll see if I can find there's a bunch of pictures up there. I'll go through them and see if I can find that sweatshirt because, oh, man, it was it was so ridiculous. Oh, the puffy paint shirts that our parents used to make for us. Like they would just go out and buy a three pack of Hanes. Like like it would kill them to spend an extra four dollars for them to like, you know, get a. Um, and get a t-shirt with like a graphic on it of a kid's skateboarding or something. Fuck no. They had to go out and buy white Hanes t-shirts and then puffy paint <laughs> the Simpsons on Uh, Gretchen, but where is that girl now? Whose loss really was it? I'm not sure where that girl is. I imagine there's got to be, you know, like an episode of Hoarders that she was featured in at some point. But um uh, I don't know. It's been such a long time, man. But anybody who ever you know did the roller rinks i mean i think that if you've been to one roller rink you've been to them all haven't you i mean those things have really over the years it was like i don't know i went to one i don't know 3 4 years ago it was kinley's birthday and we went to uh, we went to a roller rink in bloomington and when you when you walked in it smelled exactly like the hibbing roller rink it was identical it was like all the people that were there uh, and the thing was they said we couldn't go on the rink yet because there was a roller dancing competition. I didn't know that was a thing. I was not aware that they still like, it was like like And here's the thing. These kids were, I don't know, between t- 10 and 13 years old. And they were like in like the bedazzled sequin jumpsuits. And they're out there doing like mixed couples. And back, I was like, I can't even believe that this is a thing, man. This is, they got to make a documentary about this. There's got to be like a, or even like a best in show style Christopher Guest. It's just something that's improv the entire time because it was, it's such a unique underground. I mean, if you're in it, you're in it. It kind of reminded me of like dance moms, you know, like all those weird parents that put their kids, they, they, they doll them up and then ship them out in front of like a crowd of people. And of course, their thing is always like, no, but they love it. They love it. Little Richie loves to put on his sequin jumpsuit and get out there and, you know, uh, do the twirling on his roller skates. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? You got there's no way there's not a chance you can't. That kid can't love that. There's no way Uh, my sister, Jen. Oh, my God. I remember that birthday party. Yeah, because we had the thing reserved for noon and they're like, nah, you guys can't go in yet. And it was like 1210. We're like, why? What's up? And they said, well, there's a roller dance thing going on. And then after like 15 minutes, like, well, they're running like a half hour late. So if you guys just want to go in and get settled, we'll just let you go in and watch. And I remember just watching this going, these kids have to be miserable, right? Or just brainwashed to think that this is fun. I mean, talk to anybody who's ever been like in pageants when they were 10. I'm, I'm guaranteed that I'm, probably 90%. I, there's a few that probably leak through. And decided to go on to become, like, the Miss Minnesota, Miss USA, whatever it is. Anna, Xanadu, Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Xanadu. Yeah, the uh, uh, the amount of kids dancing was just unbelievable. I was floored at, like, how many kids were just, like, super into it at the time. But I imagine that they'd probably get older and then just realized, oh, dude, this was so dumb. There's no way that I would have done this on my own had my parents not pushed me into it, you know, doing all the pageants and all the, you know, the, the roller dancing and the weird dance mom shit. I imagine that they would have to finally, you know, come to the, come to terms with themselves and be like, dude, this was such a waste of my youth. You know, all my buddies were out playing football and soccer and playing baseball and I was roller dancing like what the hell, you know. I do get the guy who at some point decides that he is going to leave the football team and go do theater. Cause I wish I would have done that. I, I would have been much better in plays and music than I would have been playing sports at past like ninth grade. I wish I would have had the balls to do it, but now like I totally get it. In fact, I think it was, I'll have to look this up in his book. Cause I have both of them, but Nick Offerman, he made a joke about how he was playing football and I don't be like hit a kid or he got hit, but his coach was like yelling at him, you know, like, you know, you got to toughen up or what I, He was just like getting screamed at. And he just went, all right, I'm done. I don't need to do this. And he took the pads off and the next day went and signed up for the play. And from that moment on, just became like an actor. And he was like, listen, I'd much rather go hang out with girls than with all these sweaty dudes and get yelled at by my shop teacher. Like, I don't need that. Who needs that? That's lame. And I kind of agree with him, you know. Get in where you fit in. And that is the one thing about, we talk about parents who put their kids in everything nowadays. Like little Johnny has to go because he's got hockey practice and then he has to leave hockey practice 15 minutes early so he gets to soccer practice. And then after soccer practice, we have to take him over because he definitely has to get in a couple of tennis rounds. And you're like, fuck that kid's got, but there is something to that. Letting these kids try things, you know? I mean, I think I've brought this up before. My mom, when I was like, I don't know, 10th grade maybe, I said, uh, I said, listen, this isn't working out. Everybody else is just growing like weeds and I'm still five foot five. Like, I'm not that fast. I'm just getting my ass whipped out here constantly. And I want to I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I want to I want to do something creative. I want to go take guitar lessons. And my mom had said, uh, well, uh, guitar lessons are fifty dollars a month and they're once a week. And you're gone for one hour every week. But football is twenty five dollars for three months. And you're gone five nights a week for three hours at a crack. So you go ahead and you decide which one I'm going to pay for. And I'm like, uh oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So – um It, uh, I wish I would have been smart enough to just go, dude, you got to be done with this. This isn't going to go anywhere. This isn't, this is going to go nowhere. You are never, ever, ever going to play collegiate ball. I mean, you're barely making it. The high school team, Christ, I was a senior and they were like, listen, we got an 11th grader who's like four times faster than you and twice your size. I'm like, I get it. Fucking let that kid play. Jesus Christ. I don't need to get out there. This is lame. Oh, I, uh. Uh, I just I don't know. I I think about that stuff and just go, yeah, you know what? It's it's fine. Let these kids try things. Now, eventually they do have to, like, decide on something, you know, eventually you have to like, you know, there are those phenoms, the guys who go and play professional sports, two different squads, two different leagues. You know, I think it was. Excuse me, I think it was Deion Sanders who took a helicopter from. Oh, was he playing for the Falcons? And then the Falcons game ended and he took a helicopter to go play for the Braves. Mm. I think it's something, there's some story in there. I'll have to look it up. But he's one of the only guys. Him, Bo Jackson did it as well. There's a couple of guys out there that that can pull it off. But for the most part, if you really want to be successful in something, just choose one thing and do it and just be that. It's, it, listen, you'll spend much more time. you would be, be a thousand times happier, you know. I, I wish that was the case. You know, I look at some of the stuff that I do and, you know, between the goddamn videos and the the photos and the having to put this together and then do the podcast and then writing stand up and, and, you know, then doing voiceover and all that stuff. If you would have just erased all of that and just focused on one thing, probably would be much more successful. And, you know, become 100 percent in one thing instead of like 80 percent in nine things. You know, I guess that would be my advice. Now, has it worked out for me? Yes. Am I grateful for everything? Absolutely. If I could go back and redo it all, I'd erase every single last minute. It'd be nice to, like, Rick and Morty style, take my daughter along with me and be like, yeah, you know, there's some things that you did right. But for the most part, everything has just been one big giant catastrophe up until now. (laughs) Up until that Richard Marks moment about four and a half minutes ago. I goddamn lost my mind. There's got to be other photos of people walking around with like the puffy paint. You guys, you, I got, right, let me scroll through. I didn't get a chance to see some of these comments earlier. If anybody had the puffy paint, because I'm telling you, the puffy paint stuff, there was a couple of dudes we used to have in the neighborhood that rocked the puffy paint shirts. And we were like, where the hell are you getting these shirts? And they're like, yeah, man, my mom makes them, dude. They're great. Love them. I love it. My mom makes all my shirts. And it was like, all right, I get it when you're like a oh, scooter at me. Yep. Right on. Because like the puffy paint, you just go out and draw that stuff. I like that they're um, uh, they're, they're still around, which I do enjoy. I like the fact that my daughter, when like we went and saw Jason Mirage, she's like, oh, we're making our own goddamn T-shirts. I was like, OK, listen, you want to throw one down, you go for it. So she made one for me uh her her mom and then her best friend grace and we all rocked the jason mirage shirts at the show like it's kind of a lost art form you know making the shirt making the signs going to the thing you know it feels weird though i don't like it when i see like 40 year old dudes at twins games and they're holding up signs strange right feels weird like maybe maybe we give that up i don't like it when those dudes take their glove to the ball game either you notice that There was a guy sitting behind us at the Twins game the other day and uh, rocking the mitt. And I was like, dude, you can't barehand a foul ball. Got to have the mitt. Like, the mitt's for the kid. If you got a kid with you, fine. Bring the mitt. But leave that shit at home when you're an adult, man. You got to have two hands for beers. I'm just saying, right? Completely 1,000%. Uh, Lindsay, I love that your sister is on these lives. You guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's nice to have somebody that can Put a little validation check next to some of the stories that get told. Because as we talked about yesterday, there's some people that are like, this is all bullshit, right? It's got to be all just ridiculous bullshit. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. It's not. It's totally not. I think we uh, we left off yesterday. In fact, maybe I talked about this the other day. I can't. All this stuff seems to blend together. Like I said yesterday, it all, there will be a story and then you just have to fill in all the blanks with as much correct information as you possibly can. And then eventually somebody will go, no, that's not how it happened. It happened this way. And you'll go, oh, yeah, 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 that's that's how it happened. And then two years from now, when you tell that same story again, you'll tell it the same way you did the first time with all the new information that you leave out. It constantly happens. It's a pain in the ass. But um, uh, we had uh, we had a conversation. because I'm going back up north this weekend and a couple of my buddies have, you know, fishermen and guys who still hang out up there. So I was dropping these guys a line, some dudes I had gone to high school with. And I'm like, hey, man, I was a fishing? Anybody been around? Know, know what's happening up there? And uh, everyone's like, yeah, you know, it's fine. And, and that's that's sort of like the, the weird thing about women and men, like the, the two, you know, uh, because my best friend Steve had gone into the military. I had not seen Steve for, I bet it was about two and a half years because he got shipped over to Germany. He was in Arizona for a little bit. And I went out and saw him in Phoenix when he was stationed there. And then he went to Germany for like two years. And Steve comes back from Germany. I haven't seen him. I knew he was back. I go up to northern Minnesota. Uh, we were out fishing. I come back in. We run out to a bar to go get a bite to eat. I walk into the bar. There's my buddy Steve and his old man sitting at the bar watching the Twins game having a burger. And I'm like, Chet. What's going on, dude? He says, not much. I said, great to see you. He says, yeah. I said, yeah, how was the trip? He's like, it's fine. I was like, you guys fishing today? He goes, yeah, absolutely. Did you guys catch anything? Ah, we did all right. Sweet. You mind if I sit and grab a, grab a beer and a bite of tea with you guys? Yeah, no problem. We watched seven and a half innings of a Twins game, barely said a word to each other, and then at the end of it, I was like, well, good luck fishing, man. He's like, you too. And then I just stood up and walked out the bar and went back. That was that. <laughs> That's the difference between, I mean – Women have to like, it's fanfare, it's parties, it's show up to this place, it's we, we your best friend from high school is showing up. No, 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 none of that shit. It's uh, two dudes just sat down who knew each other since we were 14 years old. We're now well into our 20s. We've had tons in common, so much to catch up on, never said a word to each other. And it's it was the truth. It was like, I don't know. I mean, you just kind of pick up where you left off constantly. I think women are much more different when it comes to that. They, there's definitely like, almost like forced. Does it feel like that? Go ahead and throw a comment in the Instagram Live. It must feel like that for ladies sometimes, where it's like it's forced catch up. You don't have a choice. You have to hear about you know whatever stupid thing that they're doing with their fiance or you know whatever the kids are up to. Where guys are just like, great, sounds good. Moving on. Don't have time. That is the one nice thing about working with people from Los Angeles. And I've noticed it a lot over the last like couple of weeks because I've, uh, I've I've taken on a couple of new clients and most of which are based out of L.A. And some of the people that are the stars of these podcasts or whatever it is, are is, they're, they're super cool. They're super nice. Everybody's great. But like their handlers and the people that you need to talk to and producers, it is when you pick up the phone, you go, hey, how's it going? There's no small talk. There's no like, hey, things are okay. What about you? Oh, things are all right. Oh, so by the way, it is you pick up the phone. You go, hello. And they go, "Uh, I'm scrolling through Dropbox. And I've noticed that two of the files and there's no small talk. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'll send that over right now. Okay, sounds good. Click. There's no good There's none of that shit. I kind of like it. I like just like getting to the point and moving on. I think that's why it's so hard to to date nowadays is because it's all through text message and it's just constant constant it's dating apps and it's just uh, the communication that's why i'm just always like hey man listen if you want to send me a text that just says well you want to go out tonight let's go to bite to yep we can do that sounds good when and where uh we're gonna meet over at uh padstab 7 30 excellent see you there all the things that we should talk about we don't need to talk about on text I will gladly sit down and have a nice conversation with you. And let's save some of this stuff for later. Uh, Kim, definitely forced catch up. I avoid it whenever possible. It's tough, man. I I can't imagine. Like, that's why, I don't know. You see dudes who get, like, forced to go to baby showers. And while they're there, it's just, they just sit. There's no, like, hey, what have you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. That You know, hopefully maybe there's a ball game on in the basement. The guys can go watch. Lindsay, it's easier to ghost and be a dick over text, guys and girls. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, I'm kind of going through something like that right now, too, where I was thinking about just texting this person and going, uh, so what's up? What's up? I, I, no? I mean, no, no. Just, hey, listen, just want to make sure. That's all. I don't want to be that. I, I imagine I'm, actions speak louder than words and silence speaks louder than all of it. For sure. So I get where this is headed, but sometimes it's kind of fun to make people squirm. Be like, hey, dude, I know what you're doing, but I'm not going to let you get off the hook, you know? There's not a chance. No way. Uh, a couple people hopped on to the Instagram live feed. What's up, Kim? Nice to see you. Uh, Burn? Burn, I don't think I've seen you on this uh, Instagram live before, but thank you for showing up. Shelly, good morning to you. Right on. And... Um, E- Evagina? Ev- Ev- I'm gonna screw this up. Oh, Ev Evgena, Evgena. Ah, see, uh, I'm the worst with it. I apologize. I sound so ignorant. I feel like I just sound so ignorant when I have to read names. By the way, I just realized this. Is this this must be the same T-shirt that I wore in yesterday's podcast? Is it not? I'll have to go back and look. Have you guys noticed like there is a trend with people that are just like done with the showering? Just done with all the not gonna scrub anything anymore. I think it was, uh, oh, what was the guy's name? Was it Ashton Kutcher? Was he just the one recently who came out and was like, Yeah, we're just kind of done showering around here. We don't do it. I think Matthew McConaughey recently was like, All right, we're just done. We're done with the showering. We're done with just gonna kind of go au naturel. There is a new documentary on Netflix that just came out. I don't know anything about it. I'll see if I can maybe find it. But basically, they talk about like oils and skin. And how all this Purell and all this stuff is just stripping it all away. <clears throat> and uh, it's not good for you. It's really not. And even though, like, I still, because, I don't know, I guess I just, I sweat so much. I'm just so awful. I'm the worst when it comes to, is this called Unwell? I think it's called Unwell. Um, maybe. I'd have to look at it. It looks like, yeah, maybe Unwell is the name of it. But uh, they talk about like skin and what it does and like how oil gets to the tops of, of how it gets from the bottom inside of us and then why you have hair. And because it, the hair grows out and then it brings the oil with it and then it gets on your skin, you know. I don't know if you guys know this or not, nature fucking figured things out a long time ago. and ain't that dumb. You don't need to be scrubbing all the time. The only thing is, is that I... I'm such a sweater. I sweat so, and it's been going on since I was a kid. Uh, when I was a uh, when I was a baby, my mom breastfed and then smoked cigarettes, and she didn't smoke for like the first two months, and then started smoking again. And after that happened, like the first couple of times, I just broke out in like hives all over the place. So when I was 14, I had to go see a dermatologist about why it is. That, I mean, obviously we go through you know changes in our bodies and puberty but i was like sweating not like dripping sweat constantly so much so i had a black reebok hockey jersey that i used to wear to school every day because it was the only thing that covered up the giant pit stains that i it was awful it it, it was so and i'm still to this day like have it you know somebody asked me the other day they were like they were at the i can't remember if it was my daughter it was i think maybe my daughter was like cleaning a window and she had read that if you use like an old t-shirt, that's better to use than paper towel and shoes. You got an old t-shirt around? I was like, they're all old. <laughs> Even the new ones get old after like three wears because daddy just like pitched through them constantly. But uh, I had to like go see a dermatologist and the guy was like, well, listen, you, you probably have like a hormonal imbalance. And, you know, is there anything happen, you know, that you can think of that may have triggered this? Because everything else is normal. We just can't figure this out. And then my mom was like, well, you know, when I was uh, when I was a new mom, I breastfed and then also smoked and he broke out in this awful, crazy rash. And the doctor's like, well, yeah, this is obviously the cause of that. So, you know, uh, luckily, none of that. Luckily, parents, I don't think there's a lot of parents smoking and breastfeeding these days. I think the ones that are smoking are usually I don't know. Maybe this is just, you know. I guess, generalizing, but maybe just a little too lazy to pre, uh, breastfeed. Just grab the formula. It's much easier, right? Which I get. There's going to be somebody out there who's like, well, you don't understand. It's so much getting harder. The formula is just the same thing as breast." And I'm like, yeah. We used to get in these arguments all the time with people about it. Um, they'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't you understand? Formula is not breast milk. Breast milk is the best thing for a baby. And you're like, oh, I get that. It's just sometimes babies don't want it. That's just the way it is. Lindsay, did you ever run to the bathroom in school and dry your pits with a hand dryer? Oh, oh, me and that hand dryer were best of friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, it'd be like 87 degrees out that last week of school right at the end of May, beginning of June. And there I'd be in a hooded sweatshirt. Everyone's like, dude, why don't you wear some shorts? And a, uh, uh, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Totally good. Because I would rather sweat profusely on the inside of this sweatshirt. And have anybody nelson style point and laugh with them because ah, it was awful ah it's terrible i mean now like now we're pretty good now we're you know raise your hand raise your hand if you're sure and i feel pretty good about it but still man like dude you get me out in that heat it's bad business find this podcast on apple Podcasts, on spotify on stitcher and every single day 9 45 a.m we go live on instagram thank you guys so much for once again taking a long walk to cleveland